ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, I, my first reaction is just fuck yes, let's go. Socks, that's that's where it all starts. Because it all starts taking care of business in house in the central division. That's right. I'm a meatball. You got to bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude NWI Steve, and we are here to recap the Chicago White Sox loss to the Kansas City Royals. Before we do that, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. And check out Grandstand. You need White Sox gear? Go to Grandstand downtown or go to grandstand socks on socials or grandstandsocks.com any white socks gear you need i tried doing my trademark opening the beer you know right before i start talking steve i can't i can't fucking do it so i have to take yeah i got it there you go i'm just like yasmani steve i'll be back and better than ever real soon but how you doing hey yo buzz i would be doing a lot better if the socks could score some damn runs um but, you know, first, I'm going to have to give you some kudos for, for coming out here, just taping it up and, and playing like a damn champion. You know, you're you're a man amongst men. What can we say? It's, it's what I do. It's, you know, a little background story about this before we get into the game. Um, I went to Tony's house. Steve and I and Johnny, uh, a lot of us from ONTAP, went over by Tony's house, threw some bags about about a month ago. There may have been two or three beers involved. Um, yeah, a couple beers, a couple beers, you know, good time. And uh, we watched UFC fights that night. It was the McGregor-Poirier um, fight. And before I went over there, I had a little accident, and I hurt my thumb. This was about a month ago. And uh, it turns out it is fractured, and I tore the ligament completely. I don't know what he said, severed it or something. Like So it's really, really in bad shape. But we're here, and we're going to get this episode done, because I'm like, Yasmani Grandal, I'm not going to miss the second half. Don't believe me, just watch. But yes, very bad game tonight, Steve. It was not what I wanted to see out of the Chicago White Sox. I I fucking hate losing. Obviously, you're my big brother, so you know I hate this. I hate losing interdivision games, and especially to the fucking Royals, who have been just trash against everybody else. But I feel like it's Cleveland and Kansas City that are trash against everybody else want to come and fucking rain on our parade, Steve. I don't know why. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, Buzz, I'm uh, <clears throat> bear with me here. I'm gonna check my notes real quick, but um, so as I'm looking here, two and five in the last ten days against the Royals. Um, that is uh, how you say not great, Bob. Dot gif. Um, this has just been a beyond annoying stretch for this team. I'd say in the last twenty games or so, I think they're nine and eleven in the last twenty, and they look like they're just kind of going through the motions. Right now, it's it's almost as if they know they've got this division sewn up and they're kind of just on cruise control here. And there's no life to this team whatsoever at the moment. 
Obviously, they had, you know, the big offensive outburst in the game they lost on Saturday and then um, followed that up, you know, actually had, you know, the, the good one walk off on Sunday was pretty electric. Being there in the ballpark for that one was nice. And then they had the offensive series. But aside from that, you know, this last, you know, two and a half, three weeks, I mean, they're just really going through the motion here, playing very uninspiring baseball. It's really starting to get annoying. Yeah, no, it really is. And, and you know, it's, I'm glad you brought that up. It's something we talked about before we came on air is I'm getting the vibes of last year where they were winning the division and they were they got on cruise control and they never got themselves out of that funk. Am I saying that's what it is? No, but I'm saying it's a relatable situation, at least for as from a fan perspective, because I want them to keep just putting their foot down on throats and crushing them. That's all I want. That's how I want to ride off here into the postseason. And unfortunately, they're not doing that. And it was a good outing tonight, Steve. I think you'll agree from one Dallas Keuchel. Our boy Diamond Dallas, you know, he was not bad. I know it works even better with my thumb being stabilized. I feel like it looks pretty good. So, I, you know, <laughs> it does. It just looks great. It looks natural. But he had a good game, Steve. I don't feel like Dallas Keuchel had a bad game. Six innings uh, pitch, three hits, two runs. Both of them earned three walks, five strikeouts, 95 pitches. He gets screwed in the top of the first inning, Steve, because Angle lost the ball, and, and they were saying it was the lights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Adam Angle's a great outfielder. I think you and I both could say that. Um, obviously something went wrong there. I, I, I don't think that Adam Angle just completely misjudged a ball like that. I think that he might've kind of lost it in the lights. Uh, your take on that? Oh, he did lose the, lose the ball in, in the lights at that moment. And, you know, you kind of got that twilight time, you know, the game starting at seven ten there, um, low, low line drive you know, that stuff can happen, unfortunately. And like you talked about, look, Adam Angle is is a very good defensive outfielder. I think he's already like four defensive runs saved in a very limited sample size here this season. Unfortunately, these things can happen sometimes. And, you know, as the baseball gods like to do things like this, they usually happen at a time when your team isn't scoring runs. And, and that just kind of magnifies the situation. Uh, absolutely. Sox come back in the bottom of the first there, Steve. Jose Abreu answers with a home run. Okay. Uh, I know he drew a lot of criticism yesterday after that non-hustle play uh, where he struck out, ball got past the catcher, could have hustled the first base. Maybe he got on him, Steve. I don't know if he would have, but if he, you, you know, you're not going to if you don't try. I think you'll agree with that. You know, you're not going to if you don't try. He drew a lot of criticism yesterday. Comes out today. He smacks a dinger. Absolutely awesome. I'm glad to see Pito, you know, guys been getting beat up all year. I, I didn't really get too mad at him for not hustling just because he constantly hustles. And it was just something like, you know, of course I want him to, but I'm not going to, you know, burn him at the fucking stake, dude, because he didn't hustle one time. Um, but, you know, Abreu has a decent game here today, Steve. Two hits, four at-bats there. Um, but, I mean, a- after that, it got stagnant, Steve, until, until the top of the seventh when – Ronaldo Lopez drawing a little praise from Len Casper. And as soon as Len's like, oh, and here's Ronaldo's been up for a couple weeks. He's been pitching pretty well here out of the bullpen. And there's a deep drive into center field, and it's gone. It, you know, what the fuck, man? Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo. Yeah, that, that definitely was pretty irritating. And it, it's funny. I was actually on Lopez's baseball uh, savant page when, when that entirely when that entire sequence happened and I was kind of looking at it at a couple of things and just 
noticing and seeing what has changed for him here uh, since he came back up in this short sample size working out of the bullpen and, and just looking at his velocity is ticked up, his spin rates have ticked up, and I think it's it's showing kind of in the, the results. And then right on cue there, you know, Oliveris comes up, hits that home run, and, and on a ball that honestly a lot of times Adam Angle catches, you know, goes off of his glove right there. So He had to go up for that. Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely did. I mean, we, we've seen him make that play a number of times um, over the course of the last few years here, unfortunately. Just, you know, tonight kind of everything that went wrong for Adam Engel did, and it, it played a significant role in costing this team a baseball game, unfortunately. That coupled with the fact that just they, they hit into some bad luck offensively. You know, Cesar Hernandez had, had, a, had a ball in there that um, I think it was maybe in the – fourth inning or so um, that, that could have gotten through and, and could have, you know, sparked a little bit of a rally there. And then the ball that Moncada hit down the line there. Santana. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I thought I for Steve, I thought for sure that motherfucker was getting through. I mean, he hit that hard, man. That was a yeah. bad luck play. Yeah. And, and being at the game last night, you know, the, the final score obviously looked pretty bad, but um, through three or four innings there, the Sox hit into quite a bit of bad luck. Uh, Michael Taylor made a couple of great plays defensively out there and just, you know, hitting some absolute piss rods right at guys, unfortunately. So it, it's just a frustrating couple of days here that at this point, you just got to try to turn the page and hope that hope that the bats come out uh, tomorrow. No, absolutely. Uh, the last, the last thing here we'll touch about on scoring is, um, you know, Hernandez gets on, um, Cesar Hernandez gets on base there in the bottom of the eighth inning, and Eloy hits a double to right, which Kareem came off bouncing off the wall and uh, kind of fooled um, the Kansas City right fielder there and um, Dozier, and it, it got Hernandez around to make it three to two, but the Sox couldn't do anything else after that, and obviously. You know, runners in scoring position, too, for the Sox tonight, fucking just trash, 0 for 5. Um, they, they had a guy on first and second with no outs, didn't do anything with it. You know, I mean, there's just, again, it, it just goes down to, we can beat a dead horse all day and break down what they didn't do. But I think what we both could say there, Steve, is that they just, they're just not hitting in any circumstance. It's just really not happening right now. The, they need a, a spark. They need to figure it out. And they need to do it quick because, I mean, obviously Cleveland lost again tonight. We, we didn't lose any uh, – we didn't lose anything. I mean, we lost the game, but you know what I'm saying. In the standings, we didn't lose any, you know, anything there. So, But that that's not what we want to hear. We, we want to keep going. We want to be uh, not, in, you know, behind – who is it? Tampa Bay, Boston, and Houston. I'd like to be above them. So win the games that you need to win. Fucking do it. And, and, and let's get some momentum here and ride. You're 100% right, Buzz, and this this little stretch and this little malaise that they've been kind of going through for the last few weeks is, I think, particularly hurtful considering that it's been against the likes of Kansas City, Minnesota, and, and some other teams that, frankly, you should be beating. And to your point there, it, it's not so much about the division anymore, and, and I, I feel pretty confident in the fact that this team is going to win the AL Central at this point, and seeing the struggles that they have had on the road and looking at um, coming into the series, they had the best home record in Major League Baseball or just maybe, maybe a fractional fractional point behind the Giants um, at, at, at that time, so it's really important for this team to try to find a way to get home field advantage throughout the American League playoffs here, and when you lose a series like this to a Kansas City Royals team and you lose 
uh, five out of seven to them in a 10 day stretch, that's certainly not going to help you when you consider the fact that they're about to enter a very challenging portion of their schedule once they wrap up this series in Minnesota in the early part of next week. Right. I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, one positive note I want to touch on before we move on, Andrew Vaughn in right field, what'd you think? I, th- I think he looked better out there today. Obviously that first game out there in Kansas city a week ago was on the rough side of it. We got to be completely honest with you. Um, right field at, at Kauffman stadium is one of the more tricky right fields to play in the entire league, you know, playing play a corner outfield spot at uh, 35th and shields is relatively easy. Um, you've got the, the symmetrical outfield dimensions there. You don't have particularly large gaps. So, for a guy like Vaughn that has not played the position with any kind of consistency or, or regularity, doing this at home is going to be the, the best bet for him just because it, it is an easier right field to handle, honestly. So um, I, I think we're probably going to start to see him utilized out there a little bit more here uh, with you know the last 50-some games of the season here to try to get him ready for the playoffs because the fact of the matter is you know, come October, they're going to have to be games where Eloy and Vaughn are going to be in the corners. Yeah, I, I saw uh, the statistics on Eloy, and this is something we actually touched on the show last year about, Steve. I'm sure you remember this. We pulled up the numbers of him being in left field compared to him being a DH. Um, and obviously, the when he DHs, the numbers are shit. It's like he's not engaged. And um, that's Listen, and people can make excuses all they want, Steve. You talk, we can talk about like the mental uh, part of it all. Um, listen, man, you're getting fucking paid. I don't care if you got to go in, in the fucking dugout and take a bat and swing it at a fucking wall. You know, obviously, you know there's cages. You need to fucking do something to keep yourself moving and keep your brain engaged if you're not in the field. Um, obviously, he did have a good hit tonight. It just makes me more nervous than anything to see Eloy in left field because we've seen the the uh, the sample size we've seen what's happened. I mean, I don't need to see anymore. It's a big sample size. I don't need to see anymore, but uh, we also, it's also a catch 22 because if his numbers are that much better and that's the only way to keep him engaged, to have him, you know, contribute offensively. I guess I'm glad I'm not the one making that decision. So if we have to see Andrew Vaughn and right and Eloy and left with uh, La Pantera in center, then so be it. Uh, I guess we'll just have to figure it out from there and, and ride forward. But yeah, so, you know, Sox lose this game. Obviously tomorrow is the start, excuse me, of the, uh, the crosstown. Uh, God, I, Sox aren't playing well right now. They're playing down a level of competition, but I want blood. And I think it's great to start with the Cubs. Steve, what, what, what are you thinking here? We got Hendricks against Lance Lynn tomorrow, which is actually a pretty fun pitching matchup. I think the over-under is probably going to be set at three and a half because neither one of these teams is really doing much offensively at all right now. And, you know, kind of looking at historically what Kyle Hendricks has done against the Sox, you know, he's going to go out there, he's going to pound the strike zone, and he's going to be inducing a lot of soft contact. Um, That's just kind of what he does. And given where the Sox team is at offensively right now, I'm not overly optimistic that there's going to be a lot of runs put on the board tomorrow. And, in turn, Lance Lynn's got to go out there and just be classic bulldog Lance Lynn. Here comes the fastball, motherfuckers. Try and hit it if you can. Right. Uh, Luis Robert, what are you thinking? 
So word on the street is that he's not uh, going to be going to be up this weekend here. And I thought that and I had heard a couple of things here and there uh, through the grapevine that people were really suspecting that he was going to be back tomorrow. And so for whatever the reason, it's uh, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Is that so, a snag in his rehab, Steve? Because he hit a dinger tonight or are they just being patient? It, it kind of makes it seem like they're just trying to be patient with it a little bit. Um if he's physically ready, I think we're just at the point where he needs to be up here uh, seeing the major league pitching because we've seen that Eloy just simply does not have his timing against major league pitching right now at the moment. So I would anticipate Robert probably will go through a similar readjustment period for 10 to 10 days to two weeks to kind of get reacclimated to the stuff that he's going to be seeing up here. And I would rather just get this thing started now so that, by the time the calendar flips to September, he's he's up and running fully and, and ready to roll. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Steve. I was just like, you see what he's kind of doing in Charlotte. Tonight was his first dinger of his rehab assignment. Um, you know, the speed is there. We've seen the stolen bases out of him. He's been DHing a lot um, down there, which I'm fine with. You know, I don't really – we know what he can do defensively. You know, we know he's healthy. We, we know all that. You know, stealing bases, though, getting on base, hitting the ball pretty well. Um, I'd like to see him up here because again, offense is struggling. I'm looking for any spark that we can, you know, pretty much get. And to your point to, to piggyback off of that, it's, I want him to be fully comfortable for about two months. Well, I mean, not even, what is it right now? The fifth yeah, month and a half of regular season baseball before we get into the postseason. And, um, you know, I, uh, I just don't want him to come up too late where he struggles. And then everybody's, you know, I just, I, I don't want one guy struggling, figuring out then, Oh, here's another guy. He's coming back. And then he's struggling. Everybody needs to be a cohesive unit, hit the ball because when you're hot, you win in the MLB postseason, and, and that's what it is. So hopefully, hopefully he's up sooner rather than later. Um, pick the click for this game, Steve. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Andrew Vaughn, uh, you know, we're, you know, I thought they said during the broadcast that uh, he was going to be in right field as they're anticipating putting Eloy in left there tomorrow. So if Vaughn is in there, get his first taste of the crosstown action and just being a guy that has, a, I think, a pretty strong plate approach out up there and a guy that will work counts. I think he's going to get a good pitch to hit from Kyle Hendricks at some point. And I wouldn't be surprised if he puts one in the bleachers for all those fuck heads out there. I'm going to take Eloy because he always beats he, – he just always does something against him, you know. So I'm going to I'm gonna take Eloy tomorrow. Uh, so we got the corners tomorrow, Steve. We, Me and you are working the corners tomorrow. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it is White Sox. It is Sox on tap after dark officially now, baby. <laughs> working the corners, man. But, yeah, so uh, hopefully, you know, fuck – dude, fuck the Cubs. Just straight up fuck the Cubs. Let's get this win. Let's get back on the right track here. Win this series. Maybe Monday, Steve. Maybe Monday is the day that Luis Robert comes back and we start, you know, as healthy as we possibly can be, we start riding it out. That's what I'm hoping to see. Um, you know what? Fun fact, though, before we go, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, bud. I mean, obviously we'll rotate it, but if they do decide that Eloy, they'd rather have Eloy in the field to keep him engaged or whatever you want to call it and have Andrew Vaughn and Wright, are we going to be switching – DH between like Collins and Goodwin, or or is that or I mean or Angle when Luis Roberts back? I mean, what what happens there? 
So I think initially what will happen is there's going to be a lot of mixing and matching. And I think Tony is really going to be giving guys a lot of off days. And this is actually, I think, a concept that I'm working on for a future piece over at ONTAP Sportsnet. So maybe stay tuned for that. Um, I don't think we're going to see Robert playing every day when he comes back initially. I think especially given the fact that a lot of his game is predicated on speed and explosiveness, they're going to want to not go zero to 60 with him right away, give him some off days built in there so that come October, comes that first week in October, he's he's fully functional and ready to go. So um, there's going to be a lot of different lineup machinations that, that are going to take place with this here. So you may even see Robert DHing occasionally, maybe, maybe getting angle over there in center field. Um, I, I just think at this point now, we're probably getting to a time frame where the idea of Vaughn and Eloy in the corners is going to become a little bit of a more regular thing here, potentially. And I think especially when Yaz gets back, because um, I don't think they're going to have him squatting every single day behind the plate there. Um, you know, we know he's he's not going to need his catcher's gears on a day when a certain, you know, number 27 takes the mound because, you know, God forbid, you know, he he can, you know, throw to him or anything like that. But um, I see that he's still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's a piece still here, Steve. I don't know. We we had a good piece on on Tap Sports Net today about Zach Collins might be being in trouble here. Um I mean I know oh, he's Bale dead. Oh, he's yeah. he's dead man walking. Yeah, he's a dead man walking once Yasmani returns. I mean yeah, 100%. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm everything you brought up is fair. I it's basically going to be kind of like the angle treatment when Angle first came back from his injury just not for at least for Luis Robert just not playing every day because of, you know, how both of those guys kind of play their games. Obviously, Luis Robertson, I think, in another universe than Adam Engel. But, I mean, they are – there's there's similarities there, parallels there, you know. So, all right. Well, I mean, that's all I got for the night, man. Well, you know, we'll be back tomorrow in some capacity. Are you hitting any games this weekend or, or at Wrigley or no? I do not go to these games. These are these are the games every year on the calendar I will 100% abstain from. Uh, even when they come to the ballpark here at 35th and Shields, I have no desire to sit and be around those fucking cockroaches that will be coming into the park, bringing their disease and everything else that comes with them. Yeah, no, I'm a, I am not a crop. Believe this or not, as much as you know, I love the smoke. I am usually not a uh, um, a Sox Cubs guy. I, me and Juice, and you know, obviously, you know Juice well, uh, on tap guy, um, Cubs fan, um, best friend growing up, one of my best friends in the world growing up, and him and I decided years ago that we are not going to this anymore because it is just the. I don't know how this is like makes sense, but it's worse than Bears Packers. And I love going to Bears Packers just because, like, you know, I don't know. I, I just I love that, but I cannot I cannot stand going to Sox Cubs. So I'll be in front of my TV, Steve, with a nice cold beverage, comfortable watching the White Sox put down a beat down on the Cubs. Well, I think what probably needs to happen is on Saturday, with it being a 120 start time, I feel like we probably need to assemble. The, you know, the whole crew here and, you know, maybe drink two, three hundred beers and, you know, maybe uh, just, you know, see how stupid we can get. I would love to do that. I might stop by for one of the, for, for a little bit for that. I have to help juice move on Friday and Saturday. So I will be in Grand Rapids tomorrow night and then moving juice to his new town of South Bend. So I hear, is- I hear Grand Rapids is lovely this time of year. I bet it is. I, bet. I can't wait to be, I can't wait to get there tomorrow night. We'll find out. <laughs> 
But so let's hope the Sox get that W tomorrow. Everybody, thank you for joining us. Be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at SoxOnTap, at OnTapSportsNet. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. And check out Grandstand, GrandstandSocks.com, or follow them on socials at GrandstandSocks. We'll be back tomorrow after the Sox beat the shit out of the Cubs. White Sox forever. White Sox for life.